You're listening to an Air Books podcast. Hey guys, it's Aiden of Aiden's Books, and I'm here with Mommy. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Our episodes are recorded first via video. For the full experience, check out the video interview on my Facebook page, Aiden's Books. Next, you'll hear Mommy doing the interview. Thanks for listening. And we're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast. We're here with special guest, Sari Carplus, and another special, special guest, Aiden. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're going to be reading a book called Robotastic. (laughs) Aiden's not usually with us for the podcast. He's usually here. The read-alouds are his thing, but he wanted to say hello. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Aiden. You're welcome. All right. I'll call you down in a bit, okay? Nope, no playing. Let's get up and go back upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get back to my normal way. (laughs) Other normal way. Thank you. Bye, guys. Everyone got to miss my pile of children before while we were getting set up. (laughs) Yes, yes. We're always joined by the children in the beginning, and then we have to send them away because this is family-friendly, but it's for the parents. And the reason why we're here is to talk to the parents about the uh, the true intention behind the book. And we always select books that can be used as tools in our home for our children. And um, Sari Carplus is here with us tonight because she has written a beautiful book called Robotastic. Um, And it is funny, it's entertaining, and it has an awesome message. And we can't wait to talk to you guys more about it. So um, I'm going to give like a little introduction to you, Sari, and then you can tell everybody about yourself. So she's a screenwriter former comedian, and she loves telling a fun story, and we know that from her book, Robotastic. Um, But when her role as a mom took center stage, her most prolific medium became improvised bedtime stories. Um, Tell us more about yourself, Sari. Well, I mean, that covers everything. Uh, (laughs) I'm a a mom of three, and yes, I used to do stand-up and um, writing and directing, I still do, and um, I live in Southern California. And this book, Robotastic, was super special because of the hundreds of bedtime stories I make up, just every now and again, there's one that's like super special. And you're like, I think there might be something there. And so this one I took a little further and um, turned it into a rhyming book and figured out the whole thing. (laughs) So, yeah, so my life is a little crazy, like everybody's with uh, pandemic life happening and kids around, but... Yeah, we're we're all making it work. Yes, making it work. And we're about to come into another school year here. And I know here in Texas, we start on Tuesday the 17th. When do you all start, Sari? We're on the 18th, next day. Yeah. Okay, okay, midweek. It's a little weird, right? I'm like, why are we not just starting on a Monday? I don't know. They just don't want to commit too many days at a time. They're like, ease in. <laughs> Let's ease into it because I do not think the teachers are ready. I I don't think they had a chance to recover from last year yet. Oh, gosh, no. And I don't know about your schools, but we have mandatory masks, which I think most of the parents are good with. But that's a long day for the kids in masks. So a lot of a lot of opinions, a lot of feelings. (laughs) We 
won't go all the way into that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody watching from Scotland. Thank you for tuning in from Scotland. Okay, awesome. so I just want to uh, let's go into Sari's book. It's called Robotastic, and here is Sari's website. And I just wanted to, so when I read your book, I was delightfully surprised that it rhymed. It's like whenever you run into a book and it and you start to read it and it rhymes, I, I feel like this joy, you just, you don't expect it sometimes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad you feel that way. There's yeah. certainly some jaded people out there who are like, oh, rhyme is scary. I'm like as a mom too, I prefer a rhyming book. It's so much easier to read, more fun to just like get into it. So yeah. I love that you said that. It's fun for us. It flows well. A book does not have to rhyme in order to be good. But rhyme is also used as a tool for our children and helping them learn words, helping them, the you know, uh, vocabulary, like recognition and things like that. So rhyme is a tool. So don't shy away from rhyme. And it makes it fun for us. Like it's been a long night. We want to read a bedtime story. Like, you know, it, it's fun. So thank you <laughs> for making it a rhyme. You're most story. welcome. I love yes. that. Yes. <laughs> So Robotastic, um, if you had to give like an elevator pitch, what the book is about, what would you say? Um, it's about a kid who really wants to make a friend. And because he doesn't want to sit around and wait for magic to happen, he starts working hard and making his own robot friend. And that's where dreams come true. <laughs> yes. So about so the reason why I call this episode, because when authors send their books and they're on the podcast, I always have to like I have this thing where I come up like a creative title and the author's often like, why does she hopefully they get it? But I also thought like, why does she call it that? So I call this one unexpected friendships. And the reason for that is because before I had kids, I had a very close family member who had a baby and she would often like say to me, like, Quinn, I keep crying thinking like, what if my child never makes any friends? And I didn't understand it until I became a mom and it was time for Aiden to go to kindergarten. And they had like a whole, like they, they called all the parents to like a, a park situation where we would meet the kids, meet the teachers, meet all the parents. And I saw like the anxiety on Aiden's face when like looking around and he's usually a very playful kid and he was ready to play with everybody. But he's like, what if nobody likes me? Like, what if I never make any friends? Right. And it became so real what my cousin had been talking about all those years. And it's a fear for a lot of parents. It's a fear for children as well. And I called it unexpected friendships because the main character in your book was just simply doing what he loved to do throughout the book, building robots, you know, putting these specially, uh, uh, crafting the robot or programming the robot to do these different things. He was just doing what he loved to do and he ended up making this awesome best friend by the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's the best because I think, you're right, I think there's so much nervousness from the kids sometimes, even such confident kids like Aiden, who, you know, when you see them, you're like, they'll have no problem making friends. But occasionally they get in situations and that skill might not be there. So it's fun to look at how how you can make friends. I, I think that was a big topic for for us because we moved and I and we moved like mid-year. And I was like, I don't know how if they know how to make friends anymore. They were at the same school for so long. And it's it's a great tool to figure out. Um, different ways to do it besides just, hi, what's your name? <laughs> Which is a great start, but yeah. yes. 
it's a great start. But as a parent, like, hi, what's your name? Have you ever had like one of those painful moments, like at the park, where you're like, they want to meet new friends, and you're like, oh, just say what's your name, and the other kid is not really prepared for that. <laughs> so you go through this weird moment, like, are they going to speak back to my? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. making yes. friends is is can be a really hard thing, but I think this message of you know just do what you love and continuing to just be yourself. Um, and you will meet, those are your, can be like the best relationships you have in life. Um, so before I go off too much, can you show us the cover of your book? Yes. Yes. This is the cover Robotastic by Sari Carpless me. And, um, that's Alf, uh, uh, Alf and his robot Max. Yes. And so I love your illustrations as I was looking at the book. It's like, it's very modern, clean, but still very fun. I feel like the illustrator went with like a simplistic approach to to it, but it's still very fun. Can you show us a couple of the pages? Yeah, let me show you. So I had a very unusual illustration experience because that was this was the look I wanted. And I had gone through a lot of talks with different illustrators. This was an early version just for reference. Oh, but I was, so different. Right? Yeah. So, well, I, I liked it. I, it wasn't it wasn't there yet. And so um, I ended up uh, licensing some of the key parts and changing every part of it myself. Wow. Because I have a background in, the, in graphics and Photoshopping. And... Uh, so I'm going to just remove myself from the screen so they can see more of the book and just tell me when to come back. Okay, cool. This is actually one of my favorite pages because um, the robot doesn't understand a hug. And he says, are you trying to squish me? And um, I see my three-year-old repeat that one when people hug him. He thinks he's the robot being squished. But there's little there's little jokes built in to some of the images too. So it's not just the style, but... Um, you know, there's zeros and ones. You got like binary code on the robot's face when he's being put together and programmed. And here's a little book. It's sharing for dummies because he's teaching his robot how to share, which is a little bit more of a joke for the grownups. But um, dancing, they do like a little viral video that um, gets the story out. And this this is fun because for me, a little like hidden lesson in geography that's not hitting you in the face um just shows you the whole world and some random places it points out peru and japan and zambia and australia and i don't know it's just we live in such a big world and i think the kids don't always get to see that so and this is his buddy that he meets jake and and actually Keep a uh, keep Jake in mind. The next Robotastic book will be about Jake. So, and then they come. He comes to visit. They make a bunch of crazy, silly robots together, and then they start playing. And time's all done. Crying robots, because you know robots, very sensitive. And then. Spoiler alert, he made his first human best friend. So his wish came true. I love that. And somebody asked in the comments while you were going through the book where to find it. 
Um, and so here is uh, Sari's website here. But can you tell us where else they can find your book? Yes. Yeah, so it's on Amazon. Um, and if, if you're from Scotland, awesome. Um, and I know it's available through Amazon UK. So I don't know the best way to order it for you. It should be on Barnes & Noble too, but I don't know their international shipping. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Um, Target Online. I'm, but I'm not as aware of the international uh, market where to buy books. Yeah. Hopefully one of those spots will be there. Thank you yeah. for asking. And hi, Alicia. <laughs> and so tell us, what was the inspiration behind your book? Um, well, it was really, so I, I, I kind of talked about it a little bit, but when we, when we moved, I was trying to give my kids the tools to um, make friends. And I actually had a lot of made up stories that were, about making friends because there was one where um, there was like a magic rock that if you have that rock with you, you make all the friends. And one day they forget the rock and they have to figure out how to do it without. And so, you know, there's just, there's these themes that sort of come up when in our lives, there are themes like a holiday or a challenge. And, you know, some of my stories are hits. Uh, some of them, uh, especially on tired nights are <laughs> Not as good, but, um, but the good ones like, like this one, it was just this, like it all wrapped around and it was, it was fun because it was truly just made up on the spot. And, and some of the details got ironed out with all the drafts. Obviously I did a lot of rhyming drafts because that doesn't just spit out <laughs> in rhyme form. Yeah. But um, I also like really like the idea of sharing tech and to not be afraid of working with a robot and programming a robot. We're in a day and age where there's a ton of work and, and interesting, cool stuff to do. If you want to be, you know, tech savvy mm -hmm. and learn how to code and, and build robots and stuff. And so, you know, I, I was lucky. My dad had me building a computer for the first time when I was 13 because he had a, like a computer store in the late eighties or whatever, early nineties. I can't remember exactly when, but mm -hmm you know, that was a big, scary thing, but that kind of made me less afraid of technology and technology is not going away. And so I, I really like this idea that kids can just dive in and, you know, do this stuff. Why not? Right. So for me to tell the story, wasn't just about the friendship. It was also about like, why not make a robot? Give it a try. Yeah. And there were so many different themes that, like you were saying, when you were flipping through the book that were kind of not hidden, they were there, but things that parents can kind of pull out, um, like the thing about, you know, unexpected friendships and doing what you love, what you said about tech and not being afraid um, of that. Meeting this friend from across the, um, he was from across the country. Across the country, yep. yeah. Yeah, across the country mean, yeah. and building a friendship with him because it wasn't until like, we take it for granted now, but it wasn't until like recently that you can meet a friend from across the country and they actually, you know, <laughs> come yeah. and visit and, um, you know, and you can build this friendship, um, you know, just think about like pen pals, um, you know, you're not just uh, limited to the friends immediately around you. Um, you can uh, have, you know, relationships and friendships with people that are far away. And even if they do move, you can still have a friendship with them you know they don't have to still be in the same place in order for you to have a friendship with them 
Totally agree. Yeah, it's it's a new world with that because certainly in the past kids could have pen pals, but I mean there's yeah. FaceTime, there's Zoom, like mm-hmm. they're this past year made them very aware of all the ways we can still communicate with people yeah. who are at home. So, you know, it's cool. My my son does um FaceTime playdates with one of his buddies and it's kind of just normal now. Like Yeah. All right, cool. But um but you can be anywhere and connect exactly. with people. But, it, but what's fun in this book is the parents take the leap and go, you know what? You can go. You can go help him with this project. And and I think the that's another little, like, message that I kind of weave in is just that, you know, with hard work, you can do things. Like, don't ever give up on the work part of things because mm-hmm. that part's important. And he basically scaled the business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm going to start making these robots. And it started with like, you know, a small amount. Then it's next thing you knew it was like 200 robots. And then like what he hired his first employee. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And he came to help. And you know, it's like, it just launched into this, this huge thing. Um, So you said the next book is going to include, um, Remind me his name. Jake. So Jake. Jake. Mm-hmm. Yes. So can you give us like a sneak? Are we allowed a sneak peek? Like, No, I don't have the physical copy yet, but I can give you a little verbal sneak peek. Yeah, that's what I meant. So okay. Like, okay. <laughs> um, it's actually the first version is done, but I have a little more to go before it's published. Um, but it is about bringing your robot to the beach mm-hmm. and how that goes. And it's um, it's cool because I think as parents, we immediately go like, well, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm just all the sand. Just... <laughs> right. right. But what we get to see, and I'm not going to spoil it too far, but what we get yeah. to see from Jake's perspective is that, you know, his parents are like, maybe next time don't bring the robot to the beach. Like, that was a bad idea. And he's like, no, you guys, that robot's my friend. So he goes where I go. Despite special needs, and okay, wow, that that yeah. got you real fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it rhymes. So <laughs> I love that, and my brain did not go there. Um, yeah. But that... Jake did. Jake okay. did, and his parents were like, "Oh, okay," because <laughs> I think all of us are like, "It's a toy," and he's like, "It's not a toy for me." It's mm-hmm. my friend. And so, um, yeah, so it's his process to make the beach fun for his friend. Okay. Okay. So what it like the author journey, what you're in this stage, the book, you said it's, it's kind of done. What's the next step? How does that work? So next steps for me is to get some beta readers okay. <laughs> um, and uh, like maybe a pass or two at the illustrations and the story. So it's super close, like in terms of for me, what a first version means. It's like, I know I need to swap out some stuff, but um, for all intents and purposes, it's like ready for people to look at for the most part with a few apologies in advance about like, well, that bag is a placeholder and this, you know, his expression is going to be a little better. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so it's, but it's pretty close. Okay. And did you have to like do a bunch of photoshopping with this, <laughs> with this one? Or? More so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, well, I was trying to do a lot of it 
fully from scratch. But here's the thing. I am not an artist. <laughs> okay. We have to know our strengths, right? I have a lot of skills. Art is yeah. not my natural. Okay. Um, but to like look at other things and emulate them and to, you know, take things that I can purchase and modify to make my own and legally, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's a fun process, but it's, it's hard because I, I clearly have something in mind that I'm trying to make with all of these and I'm trying to honor that. And some of that takes a lot of time. So. Okay. So if you, I feel like you have said it right, but if there was one thing that you would want parents and their children to take away from reading your book, Robotastic, what would that be? Um, that you never have to feel alone if there are things that you love. I love that. That's quotable. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. oh, I that down. There's a playback, right? <laughs> I love that. Okay. Really, right. Cause if you're doing something you love, you don't feel alone because you're busy and you're, you're passionate about what you're doing. And then truly it does bring you to, you know, some of my closest friends are from a writing group. Um, and shout out to Adip, who's from my writing group. We became lifelong friends. And uh, a lot of the things that, that you love, if you just do them, you start to connect. And, and yeah, so whether you're doing the thing or you're being around the people who also love that thing, it's you're never alone. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, let me quick. I've put this stuff up a couple of times and I want to make sure you guys know where to find Sari and you can follow along on the journey as we see the next book come out about Jake. Um, you can find her website at robotasticbook.com. And she is on Instagram and Facebook. Is Twitter Robotastic Book as well? Twitter is actually Robotastic. I kind of. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, these are Robotastic Book. Wonderful. So yeah. you can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Robotastic Book. And I was saying that slow because I was working on this. And then you can find her on Twitter at Robotastic. Um, and please follow along with Ceri's journey. We love the work that she's doing. It's a great book. If uh, Everywhere that we're streaming right now, you can find the information for the book in the description. Um, we were lucky enough to have Ceri with us to do a read aloud of the book. So if you're in the group, um, check that out. If you're not in the group, there's a link to the description so that you can join and you can um, hear her read the book with all her robot voices, which we <laughs> loved. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's the fun part, right? Too some some books you get to do a little voice if you want to. Yes, yes. So somebody said they're really enjoying this. They're learning a lot of what goes into writing a kids book. So for anybody watching, because we do have quite a few authors that tune in, is there any like quick tips? I'm putting you on the spot here because this was not planned. But <laughs> are there any quick tips or advice that you would give to somebody who's planning or like thinks they want to write a children's book? Well, first and foremost, I would say go for it if you're considering it. I mean, I want to tell you from my journey, I did not set out to be an author. And here I am working on my second book. It's the stories that drew me in. It's not the the medium was not something I thought I could do. And so I think it was just one of these things where I kept saying, like, I love the story. I want to tell it, but I don't think it's a film. I don't think it's, you know, I think it's really just it's a kid's book. And I never done that before. And I think I just sat down and said, you know what, I might not know, but I can be open to learning and figuring out what I need to figure out to make this happen. And, and that was what I did. Every piece of the puzzle was 
tricky. You know, I mean, I spoke with several illustrators and I, I trying to figure out the publishing process and all of it was um, a very big learning process, but I will say like totally worth it. If you have a story in you start by writing that story down and seeing where it goes and where you feel like you can take it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you for that. I know that people appreciate that bit of advice and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So um, I feel like time flew by. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else uh, that you want to share just about your book or from the heart? Just anything you want to share? Oh gosh. Great question. Um, Well, I just, I hope if you are curious about the book, you'll check it out because it means a lot to me if you actually do either get a copy or if you've read it online, review it or something. Um, A book leads its best life when anyone can read it. And it's, uh, I'm I'm not in it for the sales, but I love sharing the story and um, it's really beautiful when I get to share it with people. So I hope you enjoy it if you do check it out and um, please do, Follow us either on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, because I'll keep you posted about the next book that's coming out, which um, should be this fall. So, okay. And authors shy away from saying this, but I'll say it. You would be surprised how far a book can go if we take the time to review it after we have read it. So if you, uh, when you read the book, I'll say when, when you read the book, when you purchase the book, um, make sure that you drop a review um, to help the life of, of this book and help more kids see it. Because I really believe that it has a message um, that should be in every home. So thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Quinn. It was a pleasure. Uh, no problem. So Aiden wanted to hop back on at the end. Yes, of course. No, we're going to go. We're going <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go Aiden will be back to do a read aloud um, I believe uh, next week so stay tuned for that um, make sure you follow along on Cerise's uh, journey and thank you so much for being with us awesome thank, thank you, you for having me no, awesome. bye everybody bye take care